0: Blog Talk Radio. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blueberry Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, a Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B L U B E R R Y Prod on Twitter. Check them out today, Blueberry Productions. You the Boss Man Show. We're joined by the coach of the UNC Greensboro Spartans, Coach West Miller. Coach, how are things up there in North Carolina, man?
2: Oh, we're doing great. It's uh, February and college basketball season, so it's a great time of year. College basketball, coach.
0: And coach, you're having a great year. Uh, Twelve and three in conference play, twenty-three and five overall, but went eleven and two in, in non-con. So you got to be happy with your team's play this year so far, coach.
2: Well, you know, we really like our team. Um, you know, we've had some good results, but even more than that, we got a group that loves to play together, that loves to work at it every day, that has high goals and high standards on a day to day basis. So that part's fun and when you can have that in you can get some results that you're proud of. It's a good thing. But we got a lot of basketball at the place, let's hope that kind of stuff keeps keeps continuing to happen for us.
0: And I think, Coach, it was good. You had a tough game against Western Carolina, per se. I know that record's not that great, but for that tough game to win that game at home against a team that's, that's probably like one of the biggest games of the year to play against you guys, and you guys come come through on top with a big game coming up against ETSU, you have to feel good about that, that you guys didn't kind of lay an egg and they didn't overlook those guys. Those guys played hard. But now you got through that game, and can focus on Coach Forbes and his team coming into your place here on Saturday
1: yeah
2: you know it's uh it's league play and you know regardless of where people are in the league standings our league's so good right now that every night's a real challenge so you know western carolina may not have a great record but they've improved throughout the year they've been competitive almost every night in league play and they played a great game against us so i you know i think how close the game was it's an overtime game it says more about you know, how Mark Prosser had his team ready to go and the way they played. I thought our guys actually played okay. I was proud of the way we responded. They they threw in one from half court at the buzzer to send it to overtime, and, you know, I think it'd be easy to get a little down about that, but our team really responded in overtime and found a way to win a game at home, and like I said, it's February. You know, every league game's tough, uh, regardless of records, and anytime you find uh, ways to get wins this time of year, they're all good wins.
0: Exactly coach. Now I feel like that non con going leveled into, uh, playing against tough opponents on losing to L S U in Kentucky and it could really be LSU if things kind of went went your way a little bit here or there. So do you feel like that non con really tough on you guys up for this run here you're on right now. I know Wofford's playing like crazy right now, but guess what? In a training situation, it all can change on, on any given night. So the, keep your team focused. Let them know, hey, we've been through these tough battles. We've had trouble with Wofford this year, but hey, if we get them again, we'll be okay. But if we get somebody else, we still can get to beat those guys as well because what we've been through from October to now.
2: You know, I, I do believe there's something to challenging yourself in non-conference play, right? And you know, we we were on the road at LSU and Kentucky, and we had a we had a bunch of road games at a bunch of other places too. I think we played as many road games as anybody in our league in non-conference this year. But you know, those, those LSU Kentucky games were really challenging games, and you know we were we had leads in the second half of both of those games. Um, you know, so we were competitive with both of those teams deep into the second half, and you know, even though we didn't come out on top in those games, I think those games gave us confidence we could play with anybody in the country. And then you look at the years that both of those programs are having, you know, it, it kind of goes to show that we have the ability to play with the best teams in college basketball on any given night. Um, and then, and, you know, now you got to go do that. It doesn't mean that we're at that level, but you got to go do that. But certainly that gives you a little bit of confidence, you know, some of the some of those tough games environments that we played in a non-conference. And then this league's just been tremendous. As I said, it's been a battle night in and a night out. You know, Wofford's running the table to this point. I do believe they're as good as any any team in college basketball. I, I believe they should be in the top twenty-five. But it's not just Wofford. I mean, the, the the league is really deep. You mentioned East Tennessee State and Furman was in the top twenty-five at one point this year. And you know, I mean, and you can kind of keep going down the line. This is a tremendous league. And we do think that's helped us grow and improve as a team throughout the year. So uh, we're, we're pleased in terms of the fact that we got a great team, but not pleased that we think we can keep getting better. But our schedule's given us a chance to improve and challenge ourselves.
0: Exactly, coach. And I feel like you're doing this with a balanced roster, coach. You're not like super old. Some, no, most teams are good. Like you guys at the bench level are super old. Juniors and seniors or grad transfers. You have a balanced roster with different levels of class levels of gas contributing to your roster, and you're playing about eight nine guys on a given night. So you you're not only playing seven men where your guys can gas out in a tournament setting because you got guys you can trust whether it be foul trouble, God forbid injury. You have but or whatever you have guys you can trust you can go to on your bench and can make a difference no no matter, no matter what the situation may be.
2: Yeah, we 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 really believe in our depth. Um, you know, I think we have a number of guys that are capable of impacting a game. As you mentioned, we're, we're a really good blend of underclassmen and upperclassmen. Um, and so two things. One, I mean, if you believe in your kids when you when you play nine or ten a night, which we we'd like to do, you're going to develop those guys as underclassmen that maybe you're in secondary roles because they're pretty soon here going to be in primary roles you know, as as other guys exit the program, and and the second thing, as you mentioned, you know, the more depth you have, the fresher you are in the second half of games, and we're an aggressive team defensively. We play up and down in terms of our pace of play. We really like to get out and run, and when you can play nine or ten guys, you can kind of sustain that throughout a game a little bit better.
0: Yes, indeed, and now, Coach, I want to ask you about a couple guys from Georgia. You got Isaiah Miller out of Covington, Georgia, and Eric Helmson out of Atlanta here, so I know this is a good photograph for the, for the SOCOM players or transfer guys. So tell us a little bit about our hometown guys here, Isaiah and Eric, what they've been to your team this year.
2: And Kyrene Galloway uh, who went okay. to Milton um, and who's been terrific for us as well. So yeah, we, we, we love Georgia uh, because those guys have all been great players for us. So we're going to keep coming back down there to recruit because we, we've really found some diamonds in the rough down there. But um you know, you mentioned Isaiah first. You know, he was on the all-freshman team in the Southern Conference last year. And, you know, I think maybe would have been the freshman of the year in the league had he had he not been on such a good team. You know, we, we were able to play in the NCAA tournament, and we had some really good upperclassmen guards. But he's a, just a terrific talent, a terrific competitor. We knew that when we recruited him out of Newton um, High School. But we didn't realize, the level of work ethic that he has and his game has really developed from one year to the next because he's put the time in in the off season and every day in the gym, you know, working on his skill level. And so now he, he, he was kind of in a secondary role last year where he would come off the bench and give us a spark. And he's become one of the premier guards in the Southern conference this year. He's in our starting lineup. Now he's been our leading scorer in conference play, our second leading scorer for the whole season And he's really emerging as as a big-time guard. I I believe that he's got the ability to want to be be one of the better guards in the country, uh, you know, as his career progresses. Um, And and not just because of his talent, but also because of his mentality. So we're thrilled with him. Eric Hamilton transferred here from Wichita State. He sat out a year ago. He's been terrific for us. You know, he's he's been in a couple different roles. He started for a stretch when James Dickey, one of our all-conference players, was out. And he's done a really nice job being our sixth or seventh man off the bench and, you know, giving us rebounding and toughness. And he can really score the ball back to the basket. You know, so we've been thrilled with him. And then Kyron Galloway starts at the forward spot for us. Uh, You know, people don't realize this, but he came to us at 16 years old as a freshman. So he's the youngest junior in the country. Uh, You know, and and so he's, he's only 19, turned 19 this year. He's only 19, but he's a junior, and he's really starting to hit his stride as a player and, he shoots it from three, so he can stretch it. It's a six-nine guy. He's a terrific athlete, and he's starting to come into his own as a player. So we love Georgia. Uh, that that'll be the way that we'll say it. We're going to keep coming down there to recruit. But those three are all having really good years for this team. And again, again, we we're gonna we're we're gonna keep hoping they progress as players.
0: Yes, indeed, and I feel like Coach, uh, being in Georgia, North Carolina. South Carolina, a lot of great players who might get missed out by the bigger schools and schools like yourself, Georgia State right here in our backyard, even Mercer or Kennesaw State can get these guys to come to you where they can get a second chance to, to kind of be the player they want to be, develop a all that pressure, and maybe – build themselves into a role where they, Hey, they, they can play overseas one day or the NBA, the G league. Cause once, cause player development is very key coach at your, at your level getting guys' mindsets ready, their bodies ready and their games ready to go to the next level, whatever that level may be for the, for these guys.
2: That's right. And I think we're at a time, you know, college bad, college basketball landscapes changed. I mean, you don't have to be uh, in a power five conference to get a chance to play at the highest level. You know, I, if you're good enough, they find you now. You're not hiding anywhere. You're certainly not hiding anywhere in Division One basketball or anywhere in the Southern Conference. Um, I mean, look at, like, this year, you know, John, the, the kid at uh, Murray State and, and what he's doing. I mean, they projecting him as a top pick in the draft. You know, Steph Curry came out of the Southern Conference, the league that we're in now. So, I, you know, I, I do. I think it's about finding the right fit for kids. And there's certainly a number of kids that aren't five-star players coming out of high school for whatever reason but if they go to the right place and they develop their game the right way and they're given the right opportunity to learn and grow as players, you know, who knows where they are as a sophomore, junior, after their senior year. And we're seeing numbers of kids come from all over college basketball and get opportunities to play in the NBA or high levels in Europe or around the world. So, uh, you know, certainly you, you don't have to be a five-star kid to get the chance to, to make a living playing basketball.
0: And I feel Coach, like I see it every night with Atlanta Hawks here because of Omari Spillman and Villanova. He wasn't like a top-flight guy at Villanova, but he was kind of trying to be a first-round draft pick for the Hawks. You know, he wasn't one of their best players last year, but he's a top-round draft pick. So I feel like, like you said, Coach, if you show enough on film, you show that right mindset, you, you accept your role and be excel at your role, there's a place for you in the NBA or overseas or in the G League if you show the right – qualities that the coaches and scouts want to see from you.
2: That's right. If you're good enough, right, you're going to get an opportunity now. And, um, you know, I, th- I think a lot, uh, you know, obviously kids have to have the ability and the right mentality, but the environment they're in is really important. And I think that college decision process, is it's important for prospects to find the right environment where they can excel. And, and certainly from our end as coaches to find kids that, that fit our environment here and have the same values that we have. And we've been fortunate to find a number of young men like that. And some of the young men you just mentioned there really fit that bill for us.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, you have a big game against ETSU at your place. The, the Bucks are always tough. So, Coach, I know you have one-day prep for them. What do you see for these guys on the film? And what do you expect to see when you guys take, take the court against them t- tomorrow at your place?
2: Well, we've had just incredible battles with them over the last handful of years. Um, it just seems like every time we – We meet up with those guys. It's a really challenging game. Um, You know, the last two years we've played them three times because we've played them twice in the regular season. We've met both of the last two years in the conference championship game of the conference tournament. Um, So, there's you know, there's a little bit of history there. Uh, I, I think the main thing is we have a tremendous amount of respect for Steve Forbes and what he's done with that program and how good they are. They are always a defensive juggernaut. They're always a great rebounding team among many other, you know, positive qualities. So we just got to make sure we do our job preparing, and uh, it'll be senior night here with the chance to celebrate an incredible senior class that we have and then three young men that have given a lot to this program. So we'll, we'll be up for the game, and, and I hope we go out and play the right way.
0: Well, Coach, I'll definitely be keeping an eye on the score because I know Coach Forbes used uh, to he's my buddy. Coach Collins used to be on his staff at Tennessee State. Now Elsmar was one of my close friends from high school, so he was on Coach Four's staff. So I'm glad he's. I, I can be even more neutral than I was because I was like, "That's, that's my guy on the staff." But I love when your guys battle and play. It's always a great game. You're looking for great execution and coaching. So I look forward to seeing the coach. And I hope it be a, a another good battle. And hope you guys will all do well in the tournament. I hope to see you you in March again on the show, like you did last year, Coach.
2: Well, since your buddy's not there anymore, I'm, I'm going to expect you to pull for the Spartans. And, uh, no, I, I appreciate it. Uh, pr- appreciate you having me on and w- w- would love to come back any time. And, uh, you know, thanks thanks for the well wishes. We wish you not, nothing but the best as well here.
0: And, Coach, if you're in Atlanta, the recruiting, make sure stop. start. I want to have you come by our studio here in Midtown Atlanta, come by and see us in Midtown here. It's having a studio, turn on our live stream and start seeing what have you in here, man. We'd love to have you, Coach. We can challenge right, our great go. guys down here.
2: Let's make that happen. You know I'm going to be down there all.
0: Yes, indeed. Well, Coach, give us a to you tomorrow. Talk to you real soon, buddy. Thank you again for your time today.
2: Anytime.
0: Thank you. All right, folks. It's Wes Miller people on the Boss Man Show. Check them out tomorrow against ETSU.
2: me
0: know all social, all tell me what you're gonna do to me confrontation ain't nothing new to me you could bring a bullet bring a sword bring a morgue but you can't bring the truth to me alexa play kendrick lamar and scissor okay